Well, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. It's, it's a wonderful feast day. I'm glad to be here with you all this morning to start out our, our day of family uh, with our church family and thanking God first and foremost. Very, very important to recognize that God is the source of every good thing that we have as Americans, uh, for which we should be very grateful and thankful. Look at our first reading here from Syrac. Very interesting text because uh, that this was chosen, the lectionary suggests this reading. Uh, there's other options, but it suggests this reading uh, for this day, for this American holiday from Syrac. It says, Bless the God of all who has done wondrous things on earth, who fosters people's growth from their mother's womb and fashions them according to his will. Who fosters people's growth from their mother's womb. It's a very uh, powerful and um, evocative way of understanding God's blessings and His the good things that he's done for us. Think about how much he has done for us even from the womb. How many miscarriages are there? Very many. Um, how many people, uh, you know, actually, you know, don't make it to see the light of day, and yet here we are. We have, and we've lived relatively full lives. Uh, it's not something that we should take for granted. Probably some of you here know. You hear me preaching my daily masses uh, sometimes. You, some of you know that I, I right now don't do a lot of reading. But what I do do a lot of do, or what I have room for when I drive in the car and I brush my teeth and whatnot, and, and when I'm eating alone, is I listen to audio books and audio recordings. Recently, I'm listening to, so it's a very interesting selection, where there are live recordings of, of sessions, of counseling sessions that this marriage and family counselor is providing for these couples who are coming into her and they're discussing various issues. And the recent one that I listened to was a session between a couple that were that were dealing with uh, infertility, a very serious, heart-wrenching situation that, that causes grief for many, many husbands and wives uh, when there's a situation of infertility. And uh, the marriage and family counselor, who was really coming from a secular perspective and not from a religious perspective, uh, nonetheless very masterfully was able to kind of steer them in the right direction and allow them to see what the true issue at hand was. They kind of came in, the husband and wife came in, thinking one thing was the issue, and really emotionally, psychologically, in terms of their relationship, the dynamics of their relationships, something else very much different was the case, and she was able to kind of direct them to see that the truth of that. And really what it came down to was the the wife who they had married later on in, in life they were a little bit older they were thinking they could probably get a kid you know you know have at least one child uh, but they they had a miscarriage and then uh, they came to a point where they just couldn't have kids because they were really pretty much too, too old it was they were too too much on the on the higher end of the scale in terms of their age and uh, the wife she she felt like she had failed her husband and was willing to almost out of a sense of guilt like do anything to keep her husband because she was almost afraid that her husband would leave her because he wanted children so badly. And uh, that was that's the truth of the matter. And they kind of had to come to a point where they would see that and, uh, and kind of uncover that emotionally and psychologically. And what it came down to was a very interesting moment in the conversation between the counselor and the couple uh, where... What became very evident was that 
the wife has she went through life thinking that she was in control of her life and that anything she wanted she could get and uh, the, the most deeply kind of surprising and sort of hurtful and wounding thing was when she's coming to the realization that certain things are just not in her control and here's this marriage and family counselor who's a secular thinker she's not religious at all and she says um, haven't you ever heard the expression uh, tell your plans to God and if you want to make God laugh tell him your plans <laughs> and and she's she's a totally a secular thinker she wasn't she's not religious at all I know that from her other other you know uh, counseling sessions I've listened to from her and she says you know in today's day and age we involve technology so much in everything we do and it gives us the illusion that we're in total control of our lives and that we have power over nature including the ability you know the ability to conceive and have children and when we come face to face with the reality and the limits of our created reality now she didn't use the word term created reality but you know I'm, I'm kind of interpreting her words when we come face to face with the the reality of our creation created limits we sometimes don't know what to do because we're so used to having our way and and exercising technology uh, in control of nature and so when it comes to something like birth it's a great example and the, the maturation of a child in a mother's womb. What a mystery, how beautiful that is. And it talks about here in Syracuse, who fosters people's growth from their mother's womb. We understand that in the whole outlook of life, we are responsible. Our, our human responsibility and freedom and free will and choice really plays a small role in the total purview of reality and of, of creation of human life. It's a very, very small role. Our responsibility, I'll say it again, our responsibility, our free will, our free choices, they're important and God holds us responsible for them. And that's the nature of sin and, you know, sin and forgiveness come, come into play there. But it really, they play a very small role in the total picture of things. Everything we have comes from God and we're not responsible for it. Our very existence, our life, the fact that we can speak, <laughs> the fact that our minds are operating, the fact that we wake up on a daily basis, God holds everything in the palm of his hands. He is the one that is responsible for everything. I'm reminded of, you know, it's almost like a good uh, parable of this as you go back to Genesis chapter 2 and 3. God created this paradise for the humans, for his first human beings. And all of these, all of these things God made. God planted the trees. It says God did this and God caused that. And everything, God's responsible for everything. And he just gave the human beings this one little area of responsibility. Just tend the garden and make sure you don't eat from that tree. Just this one little tiny thing. And we can get so fixated on the things that we can do that we forget the things that we can't do, and that we're not responsible for, that we have no power over, that come to us purely as a gift from God. So much comes to us as a gift from God. The fact that we're Americans... We're born into a country that has relative peace. Now, I know we're, we're kind of been frightened by all this gun violence and terrorism, but relatively speaking, we're in a country where we can wake up in the morning and expect to live to the end of the day and have something to eat and, and live in luxury, even, uh, and have a job and have a family and have friends and have community. How awesome of a privilege and a, and a great blessing from God Almighty is that? And we need to be thankful for that. And so together, today we join all of our American citizens. 
in thanking God, first and foremost. It's not an impersonal force. We can't be thankful to the universe. <laughs> we can't be thankful to the cosmos, you know, thankful to Mother Nature. It, it, it's not, there's, there is God is personal. We have to be thankful to a person. You know, I'm thankful to who, what? To God. It's got to be to God. And I, I do thank God that probably most Americans today do recognize that it is God Almighty who should be given the, the thanks for all the good things that we have. And most of all, what should we be thankful for but grace? You know, in our second reading, St. Paul says, I thank God for the grace that was given to you in Jesus Christ. The greatest gift that, that Almighty God has given to us is his own son who has died for us on the cross and has enabled us to live a whole new life. Every day can be new through, through the forgiveness that comes through Jesus Christ. We go to our gospel passage today, these lepers. You know, the lepers stood afar off. They were exiled from society. They, didn't, they weren't in communion with other people. They weren't in connection with, with Christ or with anybody else. They stood far off and they cried out for mercy. And God gave it to them. He cleansed them. He set them free. He set them free from their disease. And all human beings are afflicted with the leprosy of sin. And it's through Jesus and his mercy that we are given the grace of freedom from that disease. And we can now be reconnected and reunited with others. We can enter into real relationships and be transparent with one another. And I have to walk in shame and guilt, but we can be forgiven through the sacraments, especially the sacrament of reconciliation, for which I personally am so, so very grateful. I just came back from um, NCYC, the National Youth Catholic, uh, National Catholic Youth Conference, we had 20 in Sigourney was there. We had 20,000 uh, youth, uh, Catholic youth from all over America, and uh, the sacrament of reconciliation plays a big role there. I listened to. I, I was in the confessional for eight hours. I was there six hours one day, two hours the other day, and heard many, many confessions, many, and witnessed. You know, had the privilege of witnessing many young people's lives being set free by God's grace through that awesome sacrament. And so today, my brothers and sisters, let's be thankful for all the gifts that God Almighty has given us as human beings and as Americans living in this country, uh, both at the level of nature and especially at the level of grace through Jesus Christ.